Hello, everybody. It is I, Andrew Weeb, with my wonderful co-host Kaziaberg, and we have a great uh, guest with us today. Why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm Isaac. Uh, I'll go by Isaac, um, and I work on the Musquatchie First Nations Reserve. Nice. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So thanks for coming in and stopping by to talk on our wonderful podcast here. So I know that you're on this little thing called Globe Trek. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. This is my um, practicum for my degree. A practicum. Okay. Yeah. So could you share just a little bit about what this Globe Trek internship is? Um, so I, uh, we as a group, so there's four of us this year. <clears throat> we um, started out the year in September. We went to five countries, Serbia, um, Turkey, Iraq, Egypt, Greece. Um, and those are just like not even quite a week. We just pound through them, learn lots. Um, not a lot of sleep, but a lot of fun. Um, and then from Greece, we all went our separate ways to our um, countries. So like um, Maxine, one of, one of the girls, she went to Serbia or back to Serbia. And then Grace went to Spain. And then uh, another guy named Luke went to Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah, wonderful. And then you came back to Canada. I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this has ever happened before where a Globetrekker has done a six-month internship in Canada. Huh. So you're a first. <laughs> yeah, well, the goal is to have a cross-cultural experience. Yeah. Um, and so, mm -hmm. you know, there's, I've talked to other people that have even tried to do it in, like, the States. And it's just sort of been, well, that's not really the nature of what Globetrek is supposed to be. Mm. But I found, or I got approached about a unique opportunity here. Yeah. Mm. Would you mind sharing? I don't know how much you're willing to yeah. share. You yeah, can share, sure. but we mind sharing about this experience. Um, yeah, so, like, I actually didn't want to do Globetrek. Um, and so then just kind of wrote it off. And then um, the old director of Global Social Justice, Emma Karen, came to me and said, uh, what do you think about working on a First Nations Reserve? And I was like, hmm, that actually sounds quite in line with what my future careers want and so, or need. And so then I, uh, we went on this little journey to find out like, what does it take to get on mm -hmm. to a First Nations Reserve? Like this is unprecedented territory and kind of, if you go to a new country, part of the experience is just being there where on a first nations reserve, you got to like actually make an effort to get on there. Mm -hmm. Um, so then we hummed and hawed and we talked to many different people. And then finally we found a, uh, uh, organization that was willing to take me North American indigenous ministries name. And they, I went through their training process and they linked me up with a man and his family. And that's where I am now. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Oh. How is your experience being there? Because you've been there for a few months now. Um, how long have you been there? Four months. Four months. How has that experience been for you so far? Um, it's been challenging, but it's been like kind of exactly what I asked for and mm -hmm. like what the point of this whole thing was. And like when we prayed about it, we were like, we need, I wanted somewhere that would like actually challenge me and actually like make me get to explore the First Nations um, life on a reserve. Mm -hmm. And so... It was like, I kind of realized, well, this is going to probably have to be full on for me to get what I want. And it's been that. It's been, um, you know, just really, really crazy stuff and sort of um, sometimes stressful. But on the other end, it allows me to actually get to experience what life on there is like, like I shared in chapel today. Mm -hmm. but just I don't know, from your time of sharing in chapel, could you, would you be willing to share some stories where you've seen God working 
um, yeah. and these communities. Um, yeah. Or, or just some, share some stories about what's going on that we could give some insight about to this world mm-hmm. that you've observed now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing to realize is, is that you don't realize how cross-cultural a First Nation reserve is compared to its Western partners outside um, or neighbors. But like it's it's its own little culture in there. It's its own world, and they um, they, they live like that. Um, so it's that's kind of the first thing to realize when you're dealing with them is is like you're not just going into another neighborhood of Canada where you know maybe things are rougher there. The customs, the way you um, greet people, everything about it is different. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much the language on the reserve I'm with, but I've been told that other reserves can actually have way different languages um so experience or like fun stories i was sharing in chapel today just about how um i had a situation that went down um a couple weeks ago two weeks ago and uh it was due to uh just a man that or a family that i'm close with their family was going through some pretty rough stuff um and so they kind of took it out on me and our relationship really just started to do this rapid decline um and i live with the one man and it was just like i didn't want to be there anymore i didn't want to it was just becoming um, unpleasant, scary, and just not what I was into. And then I went to a youth group called Life 360, and we were playing broom ball with this boy, and he was just, um, we were just having a great time, just giving it all we had. And he was talking about how he, like, he just, he didn't want to go home. He didn't want it to stop. He just, he was really enjoying his time. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, but like, this has to stop. Like, we can't, you know, yeah, it's just a shame we're having fun, but... You know, we'll find something else to do. And then he was ex- explaining to me that, well, he didn't want to go home. And I, he didn't express explicitly say why, but you know why, yeah. just from the context. Um, you know why he doesn't want to go home. And so it was this really amazing insight for me where I was like, in that moment, I also didn't want to go home or where I'm staying. I didn't want to have to go and deal with that, to walk on the glass there of what do I say, what do I do, what can I, you know, all these just... Um, unspoken rules that are going to be there. Yeah. And, um, you know, this, that's, as I was explaining in chapel, I'm a 200 pound, 22 year old man with a GMC Yukon who can just at worst push his way out, hop in and be gone yeah. and be free of all that. And this little boy doesn't have that option. That's not his, he, he doesn't have access to any of those luxuries. Plus the support team that I've cultivated that has lended itself out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really great moment for me to get to see the insight of what does this youth have to deal with? Yeah. That's oh. really cool. Thanks for sharing that, Isaac. Yeah, mm. thank you. Yeah. So I don't know, do you got any, I don't know, you're coming up to the end of your sort of time there. Um, yeah. Is there, do you have any feelings about that? Do you, do you feel like you you want to go back? You want to work with like, yeah, what, what's going on with that? That's great. Um, I've been, so like the first four months has been this like process of me being like, oh, I don't think this is just a short term thing. Um, a lot of globe trekkers go to like where the globe trekkers are now, but it's going to be hard for them to get back. It's going to be hard for them to maintain and put into relationships there where over Christmas I was off reserve for, you know, a few, few days and the reserve just through phone calls and text messages and things coming up, I couldn't get away from it. And though on one hand, that's really great because it's like allowing me to start even better integrating into the community. But on the other hand, I started to realize that like this ministry is, um, it's a full time gig and it's going to continue on. Mm -hmm. 
And so I've been sort of weighing, okay, how do I invest in certain relationships so that even when my internship is done, I can leave. And then with certain events that have happened now, it's I'm realizing it's going to be even, it's as much as I'm not going to be able to leave, it's also going to be hard to keep putting into that place. Yeah. And so it's how do I balance my life moving forward and my continuing wish to sort of keep putting into this place. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing with us these yeah. stories in this time. Yeah. I don't know if you, there's anything else you want to share, but I got no further questions for you. Here. Yeah, I think one thing I've been trying to tell people about, because I get a lot of people, what would you do to the reserve? What would, you know, I have this insight, so then they want to know, like, how does this play into their life? And politically, we're dealing with truth and reconciliation and all these very complicated things, hard to navigate. And if you're not integrated, it can seem a little daunting to even just get involved and help. And so something I've talked about is just the patience that we need to have. Um, it's easy to come up with your own opinion. It's easy to come up with an action plan that you think, okay, maybe if we just go out and we do this, this will solve some of these problems. And my sort of phrase is like, there's no solution that gets solved by next election. There never will be. Um, so just being really patient, being present with these, with with people from the First Nations reserves, and just showing them um, grace. Um, you know, we were forgiven, so who are we to withhold forgiveness? And just sort of let them um, see who we are, and just realize that like we love them. Okay, they they let you down. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Keep on going. This is this is also a test for you and. And you get to now walk this this hard road with them. Yeah. And that is a privilege in itself to get to do that with them. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing with us and being on the yeah. podcast today. Yeah. Um, that's We're, all I've got. I don't know if you got anything no, else. No, that's all I got. We just really appreciate you coming in and sharing your story a little bit. Uh, I think it's a really good way for people to look at like Globe Trek can be many things. It can be in another country, but it can be here in Canada. And still, you're still working and you're still... Like showing God's love and all of that. So and it, it's always really cool. Like I'm perspective going for a globe trek next year, but I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's actually really good hearing the testimony and the stories of someone who's on it right now. Yeah. Um, and be able to learn from that. So thank yeah, you very and, much. And for those wanting to do globe trek, I think it's important to know. Like you said, you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Don't go in with expectations. No. Just. Just go in. You're going on a wild ride, and that's your one expectation. Hands, hands open, going <laughs> yeah, down. Hands yeah. open. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, yeah. that's us signing off here for today. If you have any questions or prayer requests you'd like to share with us, you can contact us at andrew.weebatpray.edu or kazai.berg.pray.edu. So long, farewell, See and you later. goodbye. Peace.